Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I mentioned at the start of the show today a um, really interesting read in the Times by Ito Kelly. And I, I just read one or two of the paragraphs to you. Um, and I'll do that again. She says, I live in what we, I live in what can feel like a unique world in that I'm white skinned and my daughter isn't. Through her, I've gained insights and a different perspective on race, ethnicity and what it means to be cross-examined by strangers based solely on your appearance. The where are you from question. So we're asking, is it time to drop that? And how common is that? I mean, how frequently do you get asked that question? And I mentioned this at the start of the show when people have got in touch today to to share their experience. Suzanne is with us on the line. Suzanne, is this something you've encountered there? Where are you from? Hi, yeah. um, I'm from Australia originally, but I am a mixed race um, and quite dark skinned. And if I'm out in the sun, it gets um, a lot darker. So, and I've lived all over the world. I've been in Ireland nearly 20 years now. But I've noticed, I've got such a, it's a really interesting line in in that article. It's just how people view you based on the color of your skin. And Mm. I've experienced that in so many different cultures at this stage in various ways. So I get asked here, have you been on holiday? No, no, this is actually just the colour of my skin. It's January. I haven't been on holiday. So I, I find that's a question that's asked to me a lot. Um, or I'll get comments about my accent, which is, is fine as well. But I most of the time what I really seem to get a lot of is, again, the holiday question or people that are just shocked that I'm so dark and yet I've grown up with, a very much Caucasian upbringing. I'm Australian that grew up with a very white Australian family. My mother is German-Polish. My father is Irish-Australian. And it was like lamb stews, very normal. There there was nothing but very German, actually, on, in a lot of respects. And then traveling out into the world and people judging me based on the color of my skin. And does it happen, like you mentioned, Suzanne, that you've lived in, in various different parts. Is it, is, it some, is it more common in Ireland? I'm trying to get a sense of where Ireland sits in terms okay. of it, judging it, people. It, it is, but it's different here. So, for instance, in the States, I, my firstborn is Lily White. So it's interesting, this woman talks about being white with a dark child. I'm dark with a white child. So that's, that's the beautiful thing about genetics. It is this gorgeous Russian roulette. You never know what's going to come and appear in your beautiful offspring. And so I have one dark child, one white child, and she's so white that it's, you are, I, we look alike. We were identical, but she's white-skinned and I'm dark-skinned. So when I was in the States, I would often get stopped and asked if I was the Mexican nanny. Even though this nice. child, is, it's obvious to anyone who sees us that this child is my child. Yeah. But because my skin is dark, she would be classed as not mine. I've had her taken off me in the airport when she was a small child in the U.S. because after 9-11, because I was seen as, because I, I have, there's a genetic throwback in our family, which is where the dark skin comes from. And so I can look a little bit Spanish, a little bit Middle Eastern, um, uh, and it's very quite exotic. So I've been profiled in various airports. I've had my passport taken off me 
in LA because they thought I was Mexican and had to say, look at it, it's Australian. Mm. And then they've apologized and given it back. I've had my child taken off me because I'm sure they thought I was a terrorist. I don't know. Uh, and literally, this two-year-old ripped out of my arms and I've been patted down in front of everybody. The only person that was done to, while my husband had to stand behind the lines and watch and couldn't come near me. I've then been in India and people have, they don't know what to do with me because I, I possibly look like I might be Indian in part when I'm there. When I lived in Indonesia, the similar thing happened where the Indonesians decided because of the color of my skin. So this is, this is the strange phenomena that's happened all over the world mm. for me where I would be, and, and as I, I would be classed as, where is she from? She's dark. She's not like the other white people that we, we deal with. Um, and then here, it's it's seen as something a little bit more exotic because I have that, that little bit more Spanish look. So, But it's always that sense of, well, have you been on holiday? I'm sure you're a blow-in. I'm here 20 years now. I'm very involved in the communities. Yeah. I probably know more. I, I studied Irish archaeology. So I have two degrees in Irish archaeology. So I probably know more about the landscape here than, than most people. I am very involved in my son, my younger son's schooling and helping him with Irish. So I have a good working understanding of, of the language. I'm deeply involved in communities and culture here. And I it's 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 interesting then that people still look at me and will decide based on the colour of my skin who I am and where I fit. And when these sort of profiling incidents ha- happen, and, and obviously still happens, you know, even even today, Suzanne, like, what's going through your head? Pretty much, like, what the hell? It's like 2023, and yeah. like, just last week I was asked, were you on holiday? No, no, like, I'm here. Or... The most interesting one I was telling your researcher yesterday that I've gotten was somebody looking in shock down at my feet because the soles of my feet were white. And I'm going, what, where in anyone's mindset does that consciousness come from? Because I know I've never looked at anyone and gone, oh my mm. God, the soles of your feet are white. I grew up in a family where everyone was very inclusive. I've been so blessed. I, I would have been targeted with a lot of racism in the first primary school I went to in Australia. So I, I was actually stabbed in the hand for being the black kid at six years of age um, and grew up with a lot of racial abuse, being called a nigger. And then I go to America and they laugh at me because they're like, you're not a nigger. But then I get profiled okay. as Mexican. So excuse the use of the language, but this is yeah. my own experience yeah. and what I've been called. Yeah. Um, so to be where I am now in a country that I would see as inclusive, and has a wonderful ability to embrace people. Yeah, it's a bit reductive, to be honest with you. I'm like, we're at a point now where we need to step outside of that. But it's difficult because it is a colonial gaze that has been embedded into the consciousness, not only culturally, but socially. Okay. So it's, it's, it's you know, when you think about Ireland and I'm looking at, you know, the footage here of Joe Biden and his visit to Aris and Uthron and the country and the country, you know, of prides itself on Cade Mila Falcha um, mm-hmm. and how, how apparent this is. Uh, Stephanie is with us too, Suzanne. St- stay with us if you don't mind. There's a couple of different people getting in touch about this. Um, Stephanie, has that kind of where are you from question, is, is that something you faced? 
Hi, Andrea. Nice to chat to you again. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it was actually very commonplace for most of my life. Um, I mean, I think up until recently, and I, um, you know, Suzanne's story really sort of breaks my heart. Uh, but up until recently, maybe I haven't had that question as often. But definitely my whole childhood and teenage years, it was always, um, where were you from? Or where are you from? And it was solely down to the way I looked, and which is that I have dark skin. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm of Nigerian descent. But I grew up in the Netherlands, and then I spent the last 20 years of my life in Ireland. So I'm basically Irish. I'm, I am Irish. And yet I get the question, where are you from? Because my skin colour does not fit into the stereotypical Irish skin colour. Um, and it is, it is a problem, you know. Um, I have a niece who's 10, and again, she would be um, of dark skin. And, you know, my heart breaks. I haven't heard it from her yet, but knowing that eventually one day someone will say, oh, where are you from? And yet all she's ever known is Ireland because she was born in Our Lady of Lords in Drada and she's lived in Ireland and that's all she's ever known and she is Irish true and true. But yeah, she will get that question one day of where are you really from? And um, it is something that's embedded into our society and it is something that we all definitely have to work at uprooting. And it's just not a question that is needed. Now, if you notice somebody's accent is, is crazy different or if you get to know somebody and you realise that maybe there's a story there, that would be a very different instance in a very different case. Um, however, if you meet somebody for the first time and your first question is where you're really from or go back to where you're really from. Well, I'm from Termonfeck in, in, in County Loud, so okay, I can go back from where, to where I'm really from. So um, it's definitely something that we need to talk about more, educate our children on and, and root out of society. Just did you mention it's it's your niece Stephanie that's that's ten? Is it? Did it take your ten? Yeah. Your ten, yeah, yeah. My little my niece is ten. Yes, niece, yeah. And I, I'm I'm um, I'm trying to think. You know, in the mind of a ten year old, yeah. You know who who lives in in Termon Fecken in County Loud, and you're asked at ten years of age, like as you say, what you know, born and grown up in 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 Loud, and, yeah. and then you're asked. Yeah. Where are you from? Like it, it must yeah. be very confusing. That I, I assume for it has to be very confusing for for your niece for a ten. You know, like. I, you know, I, I was asked that question when I came to Ireland. I came to Ireland at age nine, and I just turned ten, and I was definitely asked that question, and it was very confusing. Now, at that point, it wasn't my first biased or racist incident so I was well used to you know people judging me differently based on how I looked just based on how I looked you know and it is very confusing for someone at that age being treated or being asked these sort of invasive and quite unnecessary questions at age 10 because um they're curious or or they want to treat you differently. Um, it's not a question that is needed, as simple as. It's not a question that's needed. And, you know, for for my niece, who's, who's about to be 10, sorry, I should say she's nine, she's about to be 10, it is a worry for me that she might have to experience that in a society that she's, that's all she's ever known. You know, she doesn't know any different. She's never been any, she's been on holidays, but she's never lived anywhere differently. So for her, well, she's born she's and raised Irish in Ireland. She's absolutely born and raised in Ireland and she's as Irish, Irish as it gets. But I know that society would look at her and think, Jesus, where, I wonder where she's really from. M- Michelle is on the line too, Stephanie. Uh, Michelle is joining us. Um, how has this question made you feel, Michelle? Um, hi, and thanks for having me on, Andrea. Yeah. Um, it depends. It really depends on on the person and how it's asked. 
Uh, I'm not Irish, even though I've been here, living here over 20 years and I have dark skin. Uh, but um, so I don't have the Irish accent. So clearly that I'm not from here. The question, where are you from, really depends on the person. I've had it positive, where it's very clear, they're, they're curious, like, what also, what attracted you to come and live here? Like, there's more to it than just where you're from. Communication is more than just words, you see. And when you, you know when it's in, in, in a, it's posed in a negative way by the intonation, the body language, the way they look at you, you just know the where you're from is really code for what are you doing here. And that is the annoying. So it's part. the tone. It's the tone. It's the way it's asked. Yeah. It's, it's the, you're not from here. What are you, is there a negative reason why you're here in their eyes? And that does happen. Yeah. How do you, like, how do you respond to it, Michelle? Well, if, it's, if I feel this is a genuinely in, interested question, I tell them generally exactly where I'm from. But when I feel that there's, there's something behind the question, as I said, where it's more like, what are you doing here? I say, Dublin, because that's where I live. Mm. And then I wait to see how they react. Generally, they stop. But the, where are you really from? That's where it depends on the situation, really. You know, sometimes I say it's none of your business. Or sometimes I say, does it matter? And walk away or diffuse the situation. Yeah. yeah. Do do you do you have a way, Stephanie, to answer that question? Yes. So I do have a way to answer that question, and you know I do get it. Like I said, not as often as I used to, but I do get it every so often. And you know, it's where are you from? And it's for me, it's Strada County Louth. And if you want to get really specific, well, I'm actually from Drummondbeckin. <laughs> And then, you know, if they want to even pry, because there are people that want to pry and, you know, I guess I've, I've, I've developed thick skin, quite a thick skin. And, you know, I'm, I'm confident enough to say, well, actually, you know, I grew up for nine years in the Netherlands and then we came to Ireland and that's where I've ever been. And, you know, and then you do get the question, okay, but where are your family from? And I'm like, okay, right. We're getting very specific now. And this is, this is how I know that the, the, the initial question wasn't coming from an innocent place. It wasn't coming from just wanting to get to know somebody. It was actually coming from a biased standpoint. I would say, well, actually, my family are from Nigeria. But like I said, all I've ever known is the Netherlands mm. and Ireland. So asking me where I'm really from and not initially and not getting Nigeria or getting Africa or whatever it is that you believe in your mind I should be from or I, I should say I'm from, not getting that as my initial answer, it's because that's not where I'm from. The, and so I, you get an honest answer. Yeah, um, Suzanne, I, I have to like. There's a couple of messages coming in from people, and and there's one in particular that you know has been sent in. Um, and this listener, Suzanne, says, you know, I actually think it's a very genuine question. The question is usually just out of a place of curiosity. Irish people are inquisitive. How do you respond to that, Suzanne? Well, yes and no. I would agree, Stephanie, uh, and. Um Michelle both commented that you sort of get a feeling, you know, when somebody's genuinely inquisitive and there's somebody asking it from a very different place. And that's when it starts to get really uncomfortable because 
what, what does where I'm from have any bearing on who I am here and now? If you want to ask me about my life, you know, how, what, what's your life like? How did you get where you are? Well, now that's a question that we can really delve into and where I come from will come up in that. Um, and it's funny listening to the other two, two ladies too is, you know, there's also this, for somebody like me who, who's this strange little mongrel who doesn't really fit anywhere according to the world, I, I always find that it's, it's a really super challenging question when somebody asks me where I'm from because what it explodes in my mind is something very different. Well, it's like, well, I don't know because genetically this is my lineage. I was born on Austra- in Australia because that's on my birth certificate, but I'm a citizen of the world because I've lived in all these different places and culturally really where I fit and where I'm my happiest I've been in my life is here in Ireland. So where am I from? I don't know. Uh, that's a fine question. Let's get into the details and the minutia of that. And then the other thing that I find is really interesting is, again, uh, that, that that's asked to children, and, and you brought that up, Stephanie, because it is. It's, it's a huge thing to ask a small person, where are you from? This, children just want to be children. They don't want to know. They don't want to have to drill into where they're from just because of the color of their skin. They're just there to live life and be in the moment. Okay. And um, there's a really deep ins- insensitivity, I feel, when children are asked that question, because I was asked that a yeah. lot. Well, d- d- on the point, actually, about, about kids, d- Denise is with us on the line, because, um, Denise, you got in touch. Like, this is something you've had to face. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm Irish, I'm from Dublin, and uh, my husband is Ghanaian, so we've two mixed-race kids. So I've had uh, loads of experiences of them being asked where they're from, and me being asked... Somebody asked me once when they were quite young um, where I got them from. And I said, oh, i just been smart. I just said, actually, online, I bought them on eBay. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I know where she was getting it. And eventually she kind of said, oh, how did you get them? I said, well, my husband is black. And she said, oh, never thought of that. So I've had a long line of, I suppose, being a normal Dublin white woman. Like, what, well, how the hell did you end up with two mixed race kids? Um, and my daughter's had an experience, she's 11 now, she had an experience this year where somebody in a playground said to her, where, where are you from? And she said, uh, Dublin. And it was in Wexford, so she thought, fair enough. And they're like, no, where are you really from? And she just didn't know what to do. She was like, I'm really from Dublin? So, um, and she said, it just made her feel, she said, why would they not ask the white people in the playground where they're from? You know, so she did kind of feel it was, it was a, you know, it had, had something behind it, yeah. I suppose. And she's born and, 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 and like raised in, in Ireland and Dublin and, and yeah, this is the question now at 11, 11 yeah. years of age, yeah. Yeah, and yeah is that, she's never been there. Like, how does that, does it affect her, or Denise, or what's her, like... I mean, we, like, she's lucky, I suppose I have the tools to kind of deal with that stuff. You know, I lived in Ghana myself and, and I teach this, I teach intercultural studies and stuff. So I've always taught her how to handle it. But I mean, she would find it a little bit confusing why people are so interested in where she's from as opposed to, say, her peers who are completely white. Um, so, you know, and we'd say, I'd say to her, look, it's not about racism. I don't think people are generally set out to be racist. I think a lot of it is down to lack of exposure, not seeing black people in, in certain, you know, walks of society and just not having had access to them um, very much. So I do say, like, there is this level of ignorance and hopefully over time when there's a little bit more exposure, it will change and that they don't mean anything bad by it. Um, as someone said there earlier, it's, it's a lot to do with curiosity and just interest. A lot of texts about to, you know, that, Denise. I have to yeah. say, you know, the, 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 I suppose in 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 this conversation today, um, a lot of people asking, like, to the point, very genuinely, 
you know, I, I've asked that question. This listener says to people like the, there's another texter here has got in touch to say, like, you know, I, I recently asked um, a refugee where they were from. Does this mean I can't? Yeah, like, it's a hard one, isn't it? I mean, I would have been curious myself, my parents, and the first thing I said when I was marrying my husband, was, everyone's going to wonder where your kids are from. Um, I think it is just an Irish curiosity thing and making conversation. Because, um, I mean, they can't, you know, but I suppose it's not our it's not our right to just go up to somebody and just decide to ask them where mm-hmm. they're from just because they look different to us. I yeah. suppose you kind of have to get used to not doing that. Do you like that, them in here? You, you can know? indeed, Yeah, yeah can I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, yeah, is it? So- <clears throat> Sorry, sorry about that. I just wanted to say something. When you were talking about the children, like the lady just that just spoke, of, she's got a mixed race children. The problem is with where are you from, is that it tells you you look like you're not. So it makes it puts the child already aside, and that's where it starts. Basically, yep, that's where it starts as children. You start to realize that. It's only when other people point it out to you that you're different, that you start feeling different. And yeah, but can I just can I just say there, just not not to defend people who do that, but I suppose I say to my children, it's a lot to do with the person who says it rather than them. Yes. So they're always going to be Irish. They're always going to be from here. The person who said that has a, a responsibility to educate themselves and, and to be more aware of the world around them would be where I would come from. Maybe that's just a parenting thing rather than, and I, I'm white, so I well, don't yeah, have I, a long I, history I think of that, racism. Yeah, I, I think that the, the point, though, I suppose, that was certainly that I took from, from Michelle and, and Suzanne and Stephanie a little earlier is that in many ways it's it's often actually the tone. It's nearly how the question is asked and the place where it's come from as opposed to maybe the actual genuine curious question that, that somebody somebody might pose. This texter says, I'm a woman in her 60s. I'm half Irish, half Chinese. All my life I've had to put up with, where are you from? I was born and raised in Ireland like a lot of Irish people and always felt uh, like I was, uh, like, always felt like I was another. As a pale-skinned Irish person, says this listener, I think if you don't have an Irish accent, the question, where are you from, is fair enough. But once you've an Irish accent, regardless of your skin tone, the question had better be referring to what county or what part of the town you're from. We do often ask each other in Ireland, where is each other from, says this listener. Look, um, Denise, Stephanie, Michelle and Suzanne, thank you for for getting in touch with us and sharing your experience with us on, on, uh, on the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.